But if you got your Bible, let's turn to uh, let's turn to Romans chapter eight. Let's begin there. And uh, I'm, uh, the Bible doesn't necessarily say exactly. Well, at least the words get a good attitude. But there is all the way through the Bible where it does talk about have the same mind that that Christ had. And, you know, he made a decision to set aside deity power and come to the earth as a man. He, he made a choice and made a decision to, uh, to come as a servant. And so it's pretty important that we see uh, the kind of attitude that he had. We're going to look at some other people that, that had an opportunity for a bad attitude. And, you know, uh, we can, we can uh, look at our life and, and say, man, I wish if only. Man, you know, there's there's a lot of things in life that, that are, are difficult. But if, if we'll continue to have an attitude as a praiser, look at uh, Psalm, or, uh, Romans 8, uh, verse 37. We'll just, uh, we'll just jump in with this verse. He says, No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Now, the Apostle Paul is writing here, and he's writing at church at Rome. He goes through the, the book of the chapter. The eighth chapter of the book of Romans is a phenomenal chapter. I mean, if you could take one chapter, if I only had one chapter out of the Bible, that might be the one. I've always said the one book would be the book of Ephesians. But I, I, when you narrow it down to all that Romans talks about, but when he, when he comes into Romans chapter 8, he starts off with, there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. He starts off with that challenge, that understanding of, of that person who has just given their life to Christ. But then he goes through a process of, it, of trusting God. And so let's, let's back up to verse 31. And so... In verse 37, he said, In all these things were more than conquerors. Let's look at the things he's talking about. He says, What then shall we say in response to these things, these things I'm about to say to you? If God is for us, who can be against us? So I ask you the question, what, what do we say about that? If God is for us, who can be against us? What do we say about that? See, that's an, an attitude and a, a choice. See, if God is for us, who can be against us? See, if you ever wonder where to where to read in the Bible, you're you're not sure what to where to go. You can there's a there's a there's a proverb for every uh, day. There's 31 proverbs, so you know you, you you can find a a proverb a chapter, but you can also go into Psalms, and you ought to mark the the, the Psalms. That's why it's really good. You know, to, to mark in your Bible is go into that some of those Psalms and and get it get the ones that are that are teaching about praising that, that are teaching about David going through the struggles some of the challenges he had when when people are slandering you know man you can go into you can go into Psalms chapter one you can go into Psalms twenty seven you can Psalms twenty three Psalms. Uh, one hundred. You can you can go into Psalms fifty one. I mean, those are those are psalms that are that David or the psalmist that, that there were a few others that wrote as well. But they're they're acknowledging God and the work that He can do in our lives, and and it can change our attitude. See, so a lot of times whenever we look at bad things in life, we let outside forces affect us. I was talking to a, a lady not too long ago, and, and she was just talking about being overwhelmed in and, and, and all these areas of these these uh, 
character traits she didn't like about herself, and they were in a in a in a relationship. There wasn't anybody in the church, so don't try to figure out who this is. Okay, so but somebody somebody was talking to me about this, and, and they were struggling in their relationship. And and she said, I, I, these these things that she was she was referring to, you know, some of the things that were like her mom, and then some of the things that were like her, you know, this other person, and she was pointing to other people. She could see these traits following down the line. And I said, but here's the thing: when we tap into the things of God, those things that are that are conditional upon how we were raised can begin to be changed. Because the relationship with God and taking the Word of God and beginning to pray it and putting it in, a, in into our hearts begin to change us on the inside so that the outside manifestation changes. See, my my it changed my temperament. It changed my patience. It changed how I see other people. It, it, it'll change those things when we begin to take the Word of God and begin to pray. So it affects our attitude, but it all has to be a choice. And so we go to the Scripture as our number one source. I'm, I'm not against therapy. I think there's times therapy can, can be helpful, but you normally what they're doing is talking and pointing us to, or you to, that person to, an issue and trying to deal with it. And, and I'm here to tell you that the Holy Spirit is the best counselor. Isn't it cool that he's called? That's one of his names. He's, he's a counselor. And, and he can lead us to Scripture. See, when I was first serving the Lord and first married, when I was trying to learn how to be married, and, and especially to my wife, and, you know, I, I could figure out whatever thing she needed to do was, that needed to change. She just didn't want to listen. And so I had to go to God and say, okay, God, how do you change me? What, is, what part of it is mine? And so we, we and, and she's not here to defend herself, but you all know, I, I tease her about that stuff all the time. But that was the process. Okay, so what about when I was raising my kids? What, what about whenever I'm dealing with financial issues? What about whenever I'm planning for my future? My, you know, the, all those things. See, the Holy Spirit can, can counsel us in those things. God, what do I do? And so we begin to spend that time, but we've got to make a choice. He says, if God is for us, who can be against us? And see, that's a, that's a, a, a song. That, that's referring to, that's, that's the type of thing you would read in, in Psalms. If God's for me, who can be against us? What can, uh, the psalmist said like this, what can man do to me? They're all surrounding me. They're all coming against me. But what can man do to me if God is for me? Who can be against me? And so we, we go on now, verse 32. He says, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, along with, him, along with Jesus, the son, graciously give us all things? So what do we say about that? See, have you ever had the thought, well, I'm not, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve it. Or, or have you ever, on the flip side, have you ever said, well, I'm better than that person? You, you, you ever witness somebody or talk to somebody and say, well, if you died tonight, would you go to heaven? And if a person's response is, well, you know, I'm a pretty good person. I think I got a 50-50 chance. They may want to roll eternity on 50-50 chance. No. 50-50 chance is pretty good in some in, in some wagers, in some some risks, but not for eternity. I want to know. 
So what do we say about those things? See, he says he didn't. God didn't give it. Didn't spare his own son. He gave him for us. But notice he also says, wouldn't he also graciously give us all things? So what do we say about those things? See, how we say or what we say and how we respond affects a lot of how we receive. And, and, it, and it plays into or it, it aligns with our attitude and, and how we approach things. See, if we are allowed to, we'll either be proud that says, well, you know, I'm a pretty good guy. Surely God would let me in. Or we'll say, I'm not good enough. I'm no good. See, we need to know what God says about those things. God says, except through His Son, only Son, that we, that we receive salvation. It's through Him, not by works, lest any man should boast. That's right here in Romans. You know, we receive forgiveness of sin. We receive, the, we receive salvation by grace. Those things are received. So what do we say affects how we end up? Are we more than a conqueror? Verse 37, more than a conqueror in Him who loved us. In all these things, we're more than a conqueror. But we're only more than a conqueror if we're walking in the right form of what was promised or what was spoken or what was said. Notice, I mean, again there, he said, he gave him for so who, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Now, verse 33 says, who will bring any charge against those who God has chosen? It is God who justifies so, so what do we say about that? Are there charges against you to condemn you? You know, sometimes it's not even people. That kind of goes back to the value of understanding what Romans 8.1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So if we're in Christ Jesus and we're hearing condemnation or, or having those thoughts that condemn us, that, that do say you're not good enough, that do say, well, you're, you're not as good as that person, then you have to ask yourself, so what do I say then about those things when that charge comes against me? Well, what does the Word say? The Bible says that if any man is in Christ, any person is in Christ, if we've made Jesus Christ Lord, that we're a new creation. Old things have passed away. All things become new. The Bible says that, that it is a free gift, that, that salvation comes. Yes, all men have, have fallen short of the glory of God. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. And so we need to know how do we respond to those things. But we have to have entrusted our life in, in what God has provided. So it's God who justifies, not people. I, I, when I did Matt's ordination last week, I said one of the charges that I gave him, one of the things that I spoke was that you work for God, not people. As a minister, we're going to stand before God. That's the, that's the heaviest and weightiest responsibility. I like to please people. I like people to be happy. But, but the bottom line is we can't, we can't change what the Word says in order to make people happy. And that was kind of the challenge there. But that you walk before God and you try to take the Word of God and make that the, the priority. He goes on in verse, uh, the rest of that, that verse, he says, more than that, talking about Jesus who was raised to life 
and is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Now, verse 35, who shall separate us from the love of, God, of, of Christ? Shall trouble, hardship, persecution, famine, nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it's written, for your sakes, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to slaughter. And then he goes into no. And all these things were more than conquerors. So nothing can separate us from the love of God. Man, that's a, that's a good thing. But see, that will begin to affect and change your attitude. Why? Because what we say about those things in life, if we can settle by God's Word and put that on the inside of us, then when, the, when those things come up, we got a way to, to, to overcome those things. And then we can be more than a conqueror, more than an overcomer through Him who loved us. Now let's look at, a, uh, let's look at another scripture in Acts chapter uh, 16. I want us to look back up to Acts chapter 16, and, and I want us to look at, at Paul and Silas. You know, if we're going to have an attitude of, of somebody who praises, uh, an attitude of a victor, somebody vic- uh, that uh, has victory and is not a victim, then look at Paul's pretty good example. You know, Paul had a, had a tremendous amount of challenges. One of the biggest challenges that Paul had was before he gave his life to Jesus Christ, he was not good. That's a pretty nice, mild way to say it. But he tried to kill Christians. In fact, he did kill Christians. He imprisoned Christians. He tried to stop. He tried to do what he became. He was trying to stop everything that the Apostle Paul, known as Saul, before he met Jesus on the road to Damascus, he was, a, he was one who was determined to stamp out Christianity and, and, and stop the spread of the gospel. And, and God, Jesus met him on the road. The glory of God and the presence of God slapped him to the ground. And he met God, met Jesus at that point. And now he surrendered his life to Jesus. And in verse 16 of, of chapter 16, says, Once... Uh, well, let's, let's go, let's go, I'll just relate this story. They cast a demon out of a woman that was a uh, fortune teller for money, and the guys that lost her value and the money she was making for them got mad from him and got him thrown in prison. Okay, that's where we're at in the story. So let's jump in for the sake of time. Let's jump in right here in verse 22. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. And after they had been beaten and severely flogged, they were thrown into prison. And the jailer, who was commanded to guard them carefully, when he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in stocks. Now verse 25, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. Now wait a minute, they've just been beaten and flogged without reason, without cause. Fake news about them. They, you know, they, they claimed a whole bunch of stuff that wasn't true. They threw them into prison. They beat them. They locked their feet up, put them in the inner part in the darkness. And what are they doing? They're singing psalms and praising. Praying and singing psalms. I mean, praising the Lord. And see, that, that's that challenge. Listen, when we go through those times, God never leaves us. He never forsakes us. 
But we can either, either be overwhelmed by those things or we can turn it to have an attitude that says, God, I'm going to look to you. And the only way there are, there have been times in my life where I was so weighted down by all the things. You know, my wife was going, why didn't you have somebody preach for you today? I said, well, this is what I do. I don't give myself a choice. I said, I didn't give myself a choice. No matter what we have going on, we do what God, you know, we, we just we just make that choice. We just figure out a way. And But we've, we've learned how, I've learned how to do that no matter what was going on in my family. And that's what I told the young minister. I said, what you don't under, what you're, what you're about to embark on is, is not only the expectation for a Sunday morning, but it doesn't matter if you've got you know, six basketball games that week, a family member having cancer, preparing for a funeral, you still got these other things that you got to get done as well. God makes a way. And I said, when when you are overwhelmed, this is how you overcome. If we'll learn how to do that. You know, we, we won't get to have time to get there today, I don't think, but uh, Second Chronicles over in the Old Testament, Jehoshaphat would have had three kings gathered together to come against him. They were going to take him out. And he feared, but then he prayed. And he fasted. And he began to seek God. And as God gave him the answer and the way, he praised, they praised their way to victory. It's a, it's a great story. Second Chronicles chapter 20. But, but that's an example of how we live our life. There's times when you're overwhelmed. And see, here's the thing. When we go connect with God in that way, and so you say, well, I'm really not much on that praise in it. I ain't much on the songs. We can, I know a lot of guys will say, oh, we can just have the preaching. We don't even need the music. Well, not everybody's that way. But I've known people like that. But see, that, that doesn't, that, we're not, I don't ask myself always, what is my preference? I say, God, what works? Kind of like what we try to teach our kids. It's like kind of like what we all learned as responsible adults. You don't go to work when you feel like it. You, you don't be a parent when you feel like it. You know, you, you don't. You don't. You, you know, you when that baby's crying, you roll out of bed. Why? Because you're a mama, or you're sometimes your daddy. When you know, I, I did help. I did. So he's not here to argue with me. So I'm gonna say I helped. No, I, I did. I'd go get the baby and bring it to her sometimes. She nursed all her, so, that, you know, that was, that was wonderful. That was a great thing because I, I, I could go back to sleep. But, uh, but I mean, when, when, when they were up and, and you know, I, we, just, we just considered the load that each was carrying. And when I knew her load was as great as mine, I, I, I did. I pulled my weight. I don't do a lot of laundry and stuff like that, but I don't make a lot of messes. I try to just limit the messes. Okay, I help. I put my stuff in the laundry basket. Okay, so now don't criticize me. I'm a, you know, just. But 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 we do our part, and so so the responsibilities that we have. See, we don't do things if we'll learn to do things because they work. It's kind of like our tithe. When Sue and I determined we were going to tithe, we were literally there was twenty five dollars after we paid our bills and 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 paid that tithe because we were going to trust God. We didn't we didn't make an excuse. We said we we're going to do it, and we did it. And I'm going to tell you, God has always provided way after way. And when that when that check was seventy five dollars, 
and that was the month. I mean, because I made seventy-five dollars or seven hundred fifty a month. That was a big check. That's a big check. Why? Because it meant we didn't hardly have any left. But it was the trust, the, the trust of God. I didn't give myself a choice because I said, God, I'm doing what you said. And that's the same way with praise. That's that attitude. I'm going to say, God, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to trust you. If Paul, the apostle, and Silas, after getting beat up, un, when, it, when he wasn't deserved, left in stocks, they're praising God. They made that choice, that attitude, that decision. Listen, when you hurt... When you, when you hurt emotionally, physically, choose to, to, to entrust those lives to God. And, and God, I, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to put those things first. When, when, you know, we had to make that choice and that decision. And listen, I'm not saying it's easy. And I'm not saying I was perfect. And I'm not saying I haven't gone before God sometimes and cried. But sometimes you got to jerk the slack out of you. And get get it get your attitude turn back around and get it straight and so we begin to walk now look at look at this uh, he says after he was singing hymns to God the other prisoners were listening see here's what we don't understand this is one of the one of the greatest testimonies of my father-in-law is he he went to uh, friends Bible college and got a, a degree and, and and was began in ministry but he was never really a pulpit preacher. But he was a minister from the time, well, all the time I knew him, but from the, from his early 20s all the way through his life and, and very rarely preached from a pulpit. But you know what he did? He gave gym letters. I'm, I'm calling them gym letters. Gym notes. That's my new, I think it's going to be a ministries, ministries out of this because what he would do is he would go and he would pray and he'd say, Lord, who do I need? Who needs an encouraging word? And he would handwrite notes. He, he had his desk. He had all these clippings from all these different ministries and stuff that he would get. The guidepost or the, you know, Billy Graham or whoever it was. And he would clip those out. It was so funny the way he did it. He would copy them and paste them. And you'd get, and I don't know if any of you uh, probably uh, didn't ever get one, but, but he, he would, people that he knew that were struggling, that were having challenges in life or, or, or just he may not have known they had a problem, but he knew the Lord was instructing him to do it. And he would write those notes and he would send them out. Well, see, he was making a choice to be a minister, to follow God and do what he could do. And people watched him. See, it said the other prisoners were listening. He says, they're just going about their merry way, but they're praising God, but they're affecting others. See, what do we do in our everyday life, or how can we preach the gospel in our everyday life just by having a good attitude and acknowledging God? Notice I didn't say be perfect. You don't need to walk around and, you know, talk in King James English. <laughs> you just go around and, 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 and love people, and when you make a mistake, repent. Sometimes before then, gosh, that was, I should have done that. That was wrong. I didn't honor God. I apologize for that. Well, I'll tell you what, I've done that. that, that that's humbling. That meant I messed up. So anyway, we, we, we continued it because others are listening. Now listen, 
Verse 26, he says, suddenly, there was suddenly, I, I underlined that, double underlined that, suddenly, I like suddenly, sometimes where God shows up, he says, there was a sound or such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and at once all the prison doors flew open, and everyone's chains came loose, and the jailer woke up, and when he saw the prison doors were open, he drew his sword, he was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped, and he knew they were going to kill him, so he thought, I'm just going to end this now, that's at it, but that's what it meant. Verse 28, but Paul shouted, don't harm yourself, we're all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas, and then brought them out and asked them, sirs, what must I do to be saved? It's amazing how an attitude that turns to praise in the midst of challenge is sometimes the greatest testimony and the greatest way that people, and you know what, they won't always acknowledge it. See, we're, we're now, now at the funeral and, and, and uh, uh, last saw Evans on all the posts and the Facebook posts and all the, all the people saying, man, Jim, you know, a lot of people have said how much of a difference he made in their life. You know, you may not get credit on, the earth, on this earth, but you're going to get credit in heaven when we encourage somebody else. And we never really know, you know, there are people that I remember that, that made an impact on my life that I, I can't even remember their name, some of them. There are people that, that, that had a, a, a one encounter that encouraged me or that helped me. So it's just a challenge to us that, that if we'll have an attitude, you know, it, it helps others. But you know what, the other thing it does, it helps it lifts us up. It, it keeps us from, from staying down. We can't praise God and put our focus on God and not turn everything around. There, there begins to be a, a change in the challenge. Notice he says, he goes on in there in verse 31. He tells them how to be saved. He says, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be, you will be saved, you and your whole household. Verse 32, then, then they spoke, then Paul and Silas, they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all those who were in the house. In that, in that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. They immediately, he and all his household were baptized. And the jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. Then he was filled with, he was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. You know, I underlined that again. He was filled with joy. Why? Because, it says because. Because he had come to believe in God. You know, another point there that, that, that stands out to me in this story is that there was change. This jailer went from sorrow, went from probably not really enjoying his job, probably, you know, there was, there was a change in him, but he said he, he changed. Why? Because he met the Lord. Because he, he came to believe in God. See, that's the other wonderful thing. When I was talking, counseling that, that lady that was, was talking about the the. the, the attributes that she had or characteristics she had she didn't like. It was causing strain in her relationship, causing causing issues there. I said, you know what? There's others that have problems as well, but how those things can be changed is through from the inside out. This man was transformed. He had joy because of what took place in meeting the Lord, and the change went from the inside he was transformed. 
You know, uh, as we as we close this service, I just want to challenge you to choose to have a, an attitude. You know, by the, we, we've heard the saying, we've probably all heard the saying, attitude determines altitude. A- attitude determines where you end up in life. Attitude in, uh, will affect how far you go so, so many times. And if we can just have that attitude, how many times, If we, it's, it's amazing to me, if I just change my tone, how it changes my interaction with other people. Do you ever talk to your, it's getting on you a little bit, but do you ever talk to the ones you love in your own house one way and then somebody else, I, we tease my, tease people, you know, be talking to somebody in your house, one of your family members, somebody calls and you go, oh, hello. I know none of y'all would ever do that, right? See, see what, what, what just happened? We chose to change. We chose an attitude. We say, well, I'm just faking it. Well, sometimes we just got to fake it. But you know, a lot of times I'm trying to not be emotional for this for this uh, funeral because you, you that know me, uh, man, I'm a ball baby when it comes to some of this stuff. Sometimes, and I got I got a job to do. I can't, you know, I can't get too emotional. And so I figured out if I really cheese smile until my eyes are smiling, then I can't cry as much. So I've been working on this cheese smiling, and, and so that I could, and then breathe so that I could keep from crying too much. You know, at this funeral, it's choice. See, we can we can if we'll if we'll learn to. We can, we, can have, we can have that sense of, man, I need to change that. And that's, that will make, pay great dividends to, to those relationships around you. Let's pray. Father, we just thank and praise you that today we're, we're honored to be in your presence. Father, we thank and praise you that you give us the, the, the right and the ability to, to choose to have an attitude of praiser. Father, instead of focusing on everything that's wrong, instead of going before you in, in, in complaint, we'll go before you in praise. Not for the problem, but we want to praise you because you're our solution. Lord, we thank you and we praise you that, that, that Jesus never left anybody the same. Everybody that came in the presence of Jesus, who came with an open heart, and who was willing to see him and receive him, as Lord, the Lord, you, you changed them physically, emotionally, spiritually, whatever state they were in. When they tapped into the presence of God, when they connected with Jesus, they were changed. Father, I thank you and I praise you that as we look at our own lives, that, that Lord, we'll, we'll look to you and, and desire that, Father, we're going to come into your presence and we're going to receive, as Paul talked about, the gifts that are freely given to us. And we're going to walk with an attitude of praiser like the Apostle Paul. And Father God, we're going to choose to, to declare that we're more than conquerors through you, through Christ, who loves us. Father, I just ask that as we go through our week, that we'll, we'll walk in the joy of the Lord, the strength of the Holy Spirit, and that we'll have a great attitude that will impact others. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen.